After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. There goes my hero. He's ordinary. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. So, hello everyone. Welcome to After School Special Podcast. Today, we discuss role models. As Slapgate goes into its second week. Oh, Slapgate. <laughs> And we won't really be talking about it too much, even though it did give us a shit ton of views and a, a lot of listens. Yeah. So After School Special Podcast is now solely hashtags. We follow the hashtags, people. And this week we're talking about Ukraine. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking, we're talking role models. And John was about to bring up, well, a good point a point made by me yeah so aaron had made a good point about you know how hollywood is out of touch and how comedians are out of touch and should you really have any role models within the entertainment world you know you brought up something never meet your heroes and i remember hearing that once on this show called brooklyn 99 where one of the officers on there was like he's a foodie he likes to eat and he said the same thing. Never meet your heroes. He's like, Marie Callender is a real bitch. <laughs> so I think about that and it's like, yeah, man, when you look at a celebrity, are you awestruck because this person is famous? And are you not looking at the fact that they're human and they are fallible? That they Yeah, can, flaws. That's flaws. what I was going to bring up. Yeah, I mean, you know. How many people still take pictures with OJ even after knowing what OJ has done? Did you see the video of him on TikTok? There's a bunch of white people in his room waking him up to party at like 2 or 3 in the morning. It's a bunch of blonde bitches, which we all know it's not a good thing (laughs) to be around OJ. What if he's Um, a bad waker-upper? Like, What if he's one of those grumpy people that like... Oh, oh, and then he like somehow has a shank in his hand. Like, oh, yeah, shit. I was gonna say he's got a knife in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he wakes up and it's like, what's that uh, shining? Bah, 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 bah. Where the room is all red, the red room. Yeah, he wakes up. Oh, like, the, the shining. Yeah, Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. I wonder <laughs> I if you can blame Kubert. it. Kubert <laughs> probably did. I can't speak uh, well. Yeah, but I was wondering, like, yeah, could he use the defense like he was sleepwalking? If that happened, no. I. Uh, OJ did that shit, and if he didn't what? do it, then it, then it was his son. It could have been. We, we are there's that rumor and whatnot. We won't get too detailed into it, but his his son definitely had some anger issues. His older son from a different marriage had a lot of anger issues and to did not like mom? Nicole. Oh, damn. Yep. And he covered it up because he loves his son and he's a devoted exactly. father. Or it could have been a hitman. <laughs> it could have been a hitman. Well, let's say. let's stick to the father thing because mm-hmm. role models, right? Yes. So I, I look at it like this. People are flawed. I, I don't think they're considered role models anymore for looking from TV to movies. Like, I don't think anyone thinks Huxtable is a role model anymore. If you know what I mean? Well, let's examine that for a minute. Do we look at the actor or the character? The character would still be considered, hey, Cliff Huxtable is the iconic dad while the actor is a shitty individual is that show still in syndication john i don't i don't know no it's not in syndication anymore but it's Uh a question i'm asking though it for me now if he was just playing the part maybe but in this instance he wrote that character Mm. as far as he wrote that character he wrote that show it is hard for me to separate him from that now that's not everything but for for me to separate all the things that he did and it's like i'll admit too like i watched some of his comedy specials they weren't my thing like i was more of a richard Pryor guy yeah but it's hard to separate that whereas like i know a lot of these other comedians let me see well fred sanford fred sanford did some shitty things yeah fox was not a great person yeah i was gonna say i respect that character 
that, uh, that character was a great character. It is, for some reason, it is hard for me to separate Cosby from Huxtable. You have other characters like uh, Family Matters cop, dad. Winslow. Uh, Winslow. 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 That is a great character, and actually the guy that plays... Does anyone know his first name, the character's first uh, name? Reginald, Reginald Val Johnson. That's Reginald Val Johnson? That's his yeah. actual name? Yeah. As far as I know, he's, you know, a good dude. Yeah. I don't know. For me, that's why it's like having... Now, I, I had a different background. I didn't really... How do I say this? Eh, it's not really saying... I didn't look up to my dad. I didn't. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have... I looked at movies and whatnot. You know, I looked up to Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. <laughs> Probably not the greatest uh, person to look <laughs> up to. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you it, really did? You looked up to him? I love those characters because they were tough. Because they didn't take shit. Whereas, like, most of my life as a kid, like, going into high school, I had to take a lot of shit. Why? So I looked up to those characters. Why? I didn't have any friends. I went to a totally different school. I didn't know anyone. We had to make that switch. Like a lot of kids went to the same district, same school, so same friends. Whereas I didn't go to public school for a little bit throughout. Like, let me see here. Elementary to middle school, I went to a, a Lutheran school. And then all of a sudden the switch happened because my mom couldn't afford to take us to Lutheran High North, which is where all my friends were going. So I had to go to Dakota which, you know, it is what it, you know, was. I ended up finding my group of friends after a while, but, like, I looked up to those people because they didn't take shit, you know, in a sense, I guess their dads were kind of absentee and didn't look up to them either. So for me, when we look at role models, I can look at the character or whatnot, but I'll, I'll be honest, Bill Cosby, it's hard to separate those two because yeah. he, he wrote the character. Yeah. And I know Fred Sanford, Red Fox, wrote that character, yeah, but it was a combination of Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Norman Lear. You know, they all had a part in building this character. Yeah, that's why when he tried to get more money, they're like, "Oh, well, not that Richard Pryor had anything to do with that." But when he tried to get more money, they're like, "Well, we can see what we can do with Grady." At that point, yeah, and that's and that's how come they had that one season where Grady was the lead the entire time, and there was no. Red, he was in quote unquote St. Louis because he was holding out for money at the time. So I can understand how it's hard to separate the two, but it's something that I don't know, man. Like Cosby is an anomaly because he did some very horrible things and it really took out, took the wind from beneath a lot of people who really enjoyed that show. Mm -hmm. And the other thing with Cosby, too, my. The whole Cosby thing is weird. When I think of Cosby, I think of Judd Apatow. And it annoys me with that because how much Judd went to all lengths to make sure that Cosby got put away in bars, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But he didn't have that same energy for James Franco. He didn't have that same energy for the behavior that happened on Freaks and Geeks. Mm -hmm. And no one has made him accountable for that. Can you explain yeah. that for a second, John? I didn't I didn't know about sure. that. Judd Apatow, he went out of his way to get after He went Cosby. to Cosby's shows and everything and was protesting and was holding up signs saying, oh. hey, this dude's a rapist. And Judd Apatow was really vocal in making sure that his disdain for Cosby was known. Ironically, he did the same thing with Will Smith recently on Twitter. But again... No one has held Judd Apatow accountable for his relationship with Franco. I was going to say his silence on Franco. Yeah, his silence on Franco and what happened with Busy Phillips on the set of Freaks and Geeks, I guess. I mean, it was a lot of things that went on that I guess she was being bullied and he was laughing about it and just letting it go under the rug. And he hasn't been held accountable, which goes to... Again, Aaron's earlier point of people in Hollywood being out of touch. And I think there is a problem with that, especially when you think you're a part of the solution, when you're still a part of the problem. And I, I don't think I just feel like Judd needs to be held accountable to. He needs to come in front of the congregation as well and kind of answer for that. He's not the only person. There's yeah, multiple yeah. people where it's like. So if we want to be honest, like this is not only a thing on on role models this is also a thing like on hollywood and how it's yeah. more or less shaped these yeah. people are out of touch like well they think that 
they think that movies are real. Like the whole thing with Will Smith, and uh, I'll just touch on this one more time. We're not gonna. I, I don't really want to dig into this. I don't think anyone else wants to, unless we want those views. Give us those views. Yeah. <laughs> Give us that money. Wasn't that great? Um, no, but see, like I'm out of touch. That's what Hollywood wants me to do, <laughs> and be that guy. You think you're out of touch for real? No. I'm over here doing this Dr. Katz impression every time. He keeps asking these more pokey yeah. questions. <laughs> That's I'm a like very the... Freudian viewpoint, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Are you talking about your penis and how yeah. you want your mother to... What? <laughs> Speaking of penis, uh, Little Nas X was uh, performing at the Grammys and he was wagging around like the microphone by his privates. Oh, I thought maybe oh, yeah. he was like, because he dresses in flamboyant costumes. Oh, and he I did. He dressed up as a penis. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. I mean. For the audience, I'm watching the Grammys just in yeah. case some shit goes down. But yeah. so to my point where Will Smith went up there thinking that he was in the right. And it's like this whole like this movie thing. And all you guys know, I have a problem or issue when people think that their lives are, are movies, that people are Twitter warriors and whatnot. And writing or or saying things that good i'm glad you believe in something stand up for your beliefs but when this is something that literally doesn't involve you i i don't know like the whole twitter warrior everyone what i was telling john is they think that their opinions are truth and that they are the most important thing in the world which in reality they are assholes they smell everyone has them you know butts that's what i'm talking about butts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're just looking at me like the fuck was your point for all of that <laughs> i don't man i don't know but yeah i like the whole cosby thing like what we were talking about it's hard for me not always hard for me because you know like hunter s thompson a druggie and everything you know like and there were parts of his life that weren't great either yeah you know you could separate the art for some reason it is hard for me to separate cosby from that like I can separate other comedians, artists, white, black, native, yeah, that are shitheads, did terrible things. Like Richard Pryor, you know, wasn't the greatest to his wife. But like, I don't know, something like that where you drug someone and take advantage of them. Uh, okay, so just to get into this a little bit, did I tell you the story that uh, my mom told me? She was supposed to fly on a private plane to go hang out with Bill Cosby. No, that's back in the day. That's that's news. Yeah. (laughs) So her and her friend were supposed to go and it ended up getting more or less canceled. They just didn't go. Instead, what my mom told me was, yeah, we. So my mom was me when I was in like high school and 21. Yeah, we got kind of blacked out and did some lewds. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And it just like. You know, finding out that, or what was it? I asked her, I'm like, did you ever do cocaine? She's like, there was cocaine everywhere, but no, I never did it. Mind you, my mom lived in Las Vegas Yeah, her whole life until she moved to Michigan when I was born a little bit after, I think when my younger brother was born. But she's just telling me about like all the drugs that were there. She's always doing lewds and drinking and whatnot. Come to find out my mom's like the Hunter S. Thompson of, of women. She's just doing drugs all the time. So, no. My mom's pretty cool. But yeah, she almost had an opportunity, an opportunity. She almost uh, went to uh, Mr. Cosby's. Allegedly, this is what she told me. I don't know if it's true, but you meet a lot of people in Vegas. And then also the the Red Fox. I told you guys about that. Yeah, you told me. My mom was Red Fox's favorite Kino dealer at the Frontier Hotel and Casino. Yeah. But yeah, role models, role models. Like, so... We're, we're going to talk, I guess, TV role models and to bring up one person, the Uncle Phil character. <laughs> so that was James Avery, who yes, is sir. Uncle Phil, also the voice of the Shredder on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that 80s animated series. Phenomenal character. Phenomenal. Like him and Carl, it was a trope in the early 90s where him and Carl would get mixed up a lot, even though they don't look alike, but they're both overweight father figures so yep. <laughs> that was always something they would always get mixed up and stuff so james avery was a fantastic uncle phil like i haven't watched this new series but i'm sorry i don't there's no one that's going to encapsulate the character like that he was a father figure he was firm he 
definitely took care of his kids. He did not spoil, though he did spoil them because obviously they were in Bel Air and they were living in the lap of luxury for the early 90s and stuff like that. He was very grounded in his beliefs and where he came from. And that was another TV dad that you could look at and be like, I I could see this guy being a father figure for me. I personally like Carl Winslow a little bit more. I uh, blue collar. So yep, I was going to say Carl Winslow, probably my favorite TV dad of all time. Yeah. And the thing is, there, there's routes that I could take this episode that could get very dark, very quick. Go for where, it. Uh, well, no, I was going to say it's like, well, you could possibly look at Uncle Phil as a, like a Kamala Harris. He put away people that were using marijuana and yeah i don't know if we can do that but it was against the <laughs> law at the time uh, yeah. prosecutor prosecutors got to do a job man you know birds yeah. gotta birds gotta fly and <laughs> like yeah well I, I was gonna say like to because we're not just gonna i don't want to rip on all black father figures because that's kind of like you know what we done. we're gonna talk about bob saget for a second in full house Oh, yeah. Uh, so r- real quick, you know, everyone thought quintessential dad and whatnot, but there's, you know, two other men. It's like almost like three men and a baby. But lest we forget, and this is what came out when Bob Saget passed away, I guess, rest in peace. A lot of mystery behind that death, right? A- am it? I wrong here? Wait, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. I, th- I thought they, uh, well, I thought they I, wrapped I, I, up. Yeah, ahead, John. I, I don't know the full details, so elaborate. So, let me give you the full details here real quick. <laughs> it's okay, John. It's okay. <laughs> so the whole autopsy, nothing was released. The family blocked everything from getting released. All we know is, is that he had head trauma that was similar to someone getting hit in the head with a baseball bat multiple times. Oh, That's all I, I didn't had. know that. Yeah, I heard head trauma. That's all I heard. That's all I heard too is yep. head trauma. But how remains a mystery. That's exactly. Well, they're saying he possibly he, had, he possibly had COVID. That's all I heard. COVID. That's yeah. I, heard. It, I don't know. It's just strange to me, and I'm not going to get in the conspiratorial aspect. I of mean, it, we're already there. I I heard he possibly had COVID and somehow was unconscious and hit his head or something like that. An autopsy of Saget showed a fracture at the base of his skull and evidence of bleeding around the brain. But because the skin on the back of Saget's head was still intact, the doctor ruled that the injury would have been likely caused by something hard, covered by something soft, such as a carpeted floor. So, yeah. So was Where'd it you at- hear that from? From CNN or MSNBC? TMZ. Fake no, Ro- news. No, Rolling Stone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. See, yeah. I'm just fucking talking. I'm talking out of my ass so right now. So conspiracy. Was it Will Smith? He smacked him. He fell. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all. God damn it. Damn. And then the the father from step by step now well, we're, okay role models not just father figures role models patrick duffy was the father in yes. step by step yeah i don't really look at him as any type of role model no that was just a reboot of brady bunch that's all what about was. macgyver was he a dad though <laughs> oh are we they, talking dads oh, we're talking do they role necessarily models. have role to models. be dads to be yeah, yeah no they no don't. no macgyver was he abhorred using violence and he used inventions so i say macgyver would be a good guy to go with because he used ingenuity to yeah. come out of bubble gum and a paper clip and he created dynamite so yeah know. bubble gum and paper clip and then he you know he, he gets a uh, piece of wood and i don't know a couple steel bolts and makes a fucking gun out of it the guy yeah. was quintessential like action tv star Old macgyver not new macgyver Oh MacGyver. Oh MacGyver. They canceled with the that. mullet. Pretty sure they canceled. Uh, they canceled the new MacGyver. Oh uh, yeah, yeah okay, they did. Yeah, All that was new. I hate these new reimagined episodes. Reimagined means no imagination. Let's be clear. Hollywood's out of ideas. Yeah, we've had this conversation uh, multiple times. It's just hey, all right, put a new spin on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got the new Avatar coming out, though, so I'm excited about that. God, no <laughs> one gives a shit. 
No, it's yeah. been way too long yeah. for a fucking sequel. I can't wait. Oh my two. god! Oh, I want to see if. I, do you think it'll do better than Doom? Hell no! Well, you hated uh, Doom. Why do you care, John? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think if people go and see that they're going to. S- He's for hyped it up. Purposes. Yeah. He's hyped it up so much where it's like, what? When did that movie come out? 2009? Yeah, but what can you do like that's that. going to make anything worthwhile? You know, it's James Cameron. He has a lot to answer for, too, in Hollywood. Like, who cares? Like, I, I don't care about James Cameron. I don't. Yeah. What did he he's do? Did he drown some cats? What, what don't I know? No, about actually, this guy? he's a very uh, vindictive director, like how he treats people oh. yeah. on his on his sets. He's just and it's like, oh, well, it's just Cameron. You know, no, Cameron is very abusive. Well, then, yeah, let's look at directors. Like a lot yeah. of people looked at, at least in the like people going into film, looked at some directors as, you know, role models in, in a sense. Stanley Kubrick was a piece of shit. What yeah. he did to Shelley Duvall was yeah. They had to rescind her her Razzie because they did a reflection and said she got a Razzie for worst actress in The Shining. What? And they had to rescind that. That can't be right. No, no, it was no. It happened. That happened. That happened. I actually, oh, I just yeah. I actually read an article on that. Like the Razzies had to rescind that award because they said, given the circumstances she was under on set and how she was treated there was no need for her to get a razzie for for that so we were sin even but, offering that but razzies are usually for like the worst bad acting the, yes yeah. they gave it to she was nominated for worst actress did you for, guys consider her acting in that movie no, i thought she did i thought, it was I thought very she good. did i thought she did very well jeez man i think just the standards have just changed over the years and it's just the razzies though <clears throat> who takes them seriously you know what i mean like i mean working actors and actresses they do <laughs> that that's yeah, how i mean it's i'm not, sure holly, holly berry <laughs> holly berry went and accepted the award i know <laughs> but that's that's after uh, who, she got an award that's like the yeah. year after so she already yeah, who who cares, you know? Like, and she owned that shit. That was that was brilliant on her part. Yeah. Well, you have like Kubrick, you have Cameron, these you know horrible directors. But uh, what is it, Joss Whedon? People looked Ryan. up to him after uh, Avengers, and then all this stuff has come out for multiple movies and multiple you know shows that he, or maybe not multiple shows, but specifically Buffy, Brian Singer uh, too. Uh, oh yeah, yep, yep. Well, that that's par for the course for Hollywood. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? That's how well, you get, let's be. Let's that's be how you clear. get it. That's, that's <laughs> let's be clear. You know, that's an alleged thing that happens. So. Allegedly, well, a lot of people in Hollywood that want to become successful take the Oregon energy from children. Let's be real here. Allegedly, I don't want yeah. to get stupid, allegedly, but <laughs> allegedly, game. yeah, dangerous, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, so it's, I want to get always this... go that way when we talk about Hollywood. I know yeah. <laughs> pedophilia, <laughs> somebody getting it's, raped. Don't need a coke. <laughs> I want to understand some. So, John, James Avery, Uncle Phil, that's your number one male role model of all time. I wouldn't go as far to say my number one. My number one would be George Jefferson, hands down. What? Sherman Helmsley. <laughs> How the so? reason why is because he didn't take no shit. He just didn't. He was a self-made man. He worked hard. He was the first person to say honky on television. You know, like he wasn't, he didn't take shit from nobody. Like, I'm not saying that's the right way to go saying that. George Jefferson was the wake up call for a lot of black Americans because he didn't take anything. Him and his, his antithesis was, his antithesis was Archie Bunker. And Archie was set in his ways. He was more of the blue collar, World War II this is how life should be. I like Ike kind of person. While George was like, I have to work for every dollar that I get just to serve someone like you. And I'm not going to be like that. But he also had the same bigoted behavior as Archie did. Mm -hmm. They were both the same. They were one in the same. They had to eventually have to respect one another at one point. But George, when he moved when they moved on up to that deluxe apartment in the sky, George was the guy. Like, that was just self-made. My, my man had tons of dry cleaners under the Jefferson name. I mean, he was a good father to Lionel. He was a good husband. I mean, 
he lived the American dream. He 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 did what he needed to do. Had a black maid. I mean, obviously that's not what everyone wants, but I mean, he just had it all. And you, I mean, he employed his people at least. I mean, yeah, I mean, gonna have a maid if you want to look at it. She didn't talk. She didn't take no shit either. What was her name? Yeah, Florence. Florence. Yeah, she didn't take no shit. Yeah, Florence. Well, that's an excellent segue. There's other role models as well that aren't just male. You have yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, one that I will bring up that is not TV nor film. Beyonce. Yep, the Beehive. Yep, yep, the Beehive CEO, and she is uh, same thing with Serena Williams, Michelle Obama. So when people say, and this probably is not a hot take, but maybe a hot take, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's not she's not a great person. Like a lot of people took her stuff out of context. When yeah, elaborate were, on that, man, because I don't know that much. I knew about <laughs> her, but I kn- she's revered in such a way that yep, I don't really know that much to say or yay or nay man i love this episode (laughs) it's getting well it's like we gotta cut these people down now well uh, what about shan doherty in uh 90210 beverly hills Uh, i wouldn't go as far as to say (laughs) she's a role model queen latifah and yeah 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 queen latifah yeah see yeah, yeah. I'm a black woman. Are you throwing hot take balls to see if we're going to hit or yes. not? Yes. Is that what you're yes, doing? Yes, yeah. yes. That's exactly what I'm doing. You're hip to my game, John. I'm sorry. I <laughs> am still looking at the Grammys and nobody update. Oh, shit. Yeah. The president I know, of Ukraine I know. is on screen at the Grammys. I, You know what? All I right. They were trying to get him on at the Oscars, I heard. Maybe he's And I'm like, he's sing. in the middle of a war, you know? Like. He can make time for the Grammys, though. Maybe he's coming out with an album. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Well, more female, (laughs) more female role role models. I I like this. I would go. Well, I was going to just say real quick and we can jump to something else, but you can look on it like specifically the Marshall Project. Do you guys know about the Marshall Project? No. Okay. So she had very conservative views, uh, specifically on she had a mixed record on race in a lot of, you know, possession crimes especially marijuana like she was conservative in some respects yeah politico i don't know it's hard to fucking pick anything this is technically an opinion piece yeah kimberly whale is a professor of law at the university of baltimore school of law this person wrote this what about the undertaker he just got inducted to the wrestling hall of fame do you look at any, let's be realistic, is any wrestler considered a role model? The Rock. I don't know, man. And booze from the I gallery. I, you know what? You're, 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 you're throwing them, and I'm like, why yeah, am I Yeah, you're still, just resisting just all like, my efforts. Still, yeah, like, why am I still hitting? Hey, every, every swing isn't going to be a home run, John. That's all I yeah. got. I mean, yeah. I got a lot of real role models in entertainment. I thought Denzel growing up was a role model. Yeah, Denzel. I thought Samuel L. Jackson was a role Samuel model. Samuel J- Well, but, he caught me later. Come to find life. out. Come to find out. And we're circling back around the slap gate. He dapped up Will. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Supposedly, he dapped up Will and was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Are that's you how bre- you handle business. Are you breaking news right now? That's supposedly what happened. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was listening to NPR and they brought that up. Like Sam Jackson was like, yeah, that's, you know, you, you handling your business, man. You know, like it is what it is. In the moment, I can see probably that behavior being, I mean, it already has been praised. I think we all knew it at the time, at least you and I, John, at the end of our whole video, which you can catch on YouTube the highlights of that night we basically said it at the end like you're gonna get two extremes on both sides you're gonna get one extreme applauding will smith's behavior and then you're gonna get the other extreme totally just disavowing and just destroying what he did so i i think people just need to take a step back and just see what it really is it was a fatal mistake but thankfully chris rock wasn't fatally injured and i think a lot of comedians have basically did what they're supposed to do they had chris rock's back and i was a little 
I was glad about that. They didn't like. I thought they were gonna make a ton of jokes, which they are, but they mainly they they took it serious. This is the first time I've seen comedians to get like by and large kind of take it serious, where it was like, whoa, I know they're joking about it, but from their their intention, this don't sound like a joke. They're taking this shit serious. Yeah, this is this is apocalypse for comedians. Oh, in it is. Some sense. Oh, it is. But this is how I look at it. And I posted, I sent you that little screenshot of Tim Dillon on his Twitter who said, yeah, congratulations oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Will Smith. You ended the Russia-Ukraine war, which ended COVID or yeah. something like that. It's like COVID was ended by the Russian-Ukraine war and the Russian-Ukraine war was ended by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, which is more or less how we look at society now. Like these things have happened. Now, COVID was big. You know, it was all yeah. over the world. But I know that the leader of Ukraine is on the Grammys right now. But you do notice that a lot of the stuff that's being posted on Instagram, on Twitch, and or not the Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere, it's all kind of slowing down. You're not seeing a lot on Ukraine and Russia anymore, which this is how our minds work. Since the 24-hour news cycle, shit gets rehashed. It was nice I, to have a break, Aaron. I'm not going to lie. Just for a, for a night. Yeah. And that's nothing against Ukrainians or anybody. that Because I saw a news report. This is actually today, Sunday. It was the first night I really viewed a report from that whole war or engagement. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my God. Bodies in the street. They're talking about mass genocide and all that stuff. It was like, oh, my God. No, yeah. no wonder I didn't tune in. And I'm not trying to be intentionally ignorant about it. I knew it was terrible, but geez, it's even this is the kind of shit. If this was in black and white, you would have thought it was the 1940s. But with that said, that weekend, I, I needed a break. And for that one hour, I was happy about it. It was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to think about my own life. And that's why I didn't want to. No, for real. It was like, you know, a lot of death has been in the air in our personal lives and yeah it was, well, was nice say, it was just nice there's I, some good news there's some good news especially for someone's company that they work for i'm not going to say who but uh <laughs> I saw that. Staten island yeah they unionized amazon workers at staten island unionized which hey yeah yeah Bravo, bravo. A miracle. I was I a was fucking miracle. I was I was watching that uh or reading about that and they were like Amazon did everything possible to stop them from you and unionizing yeah. and it didn't work. And good for them. Good for them because yeah. let's I'm, keep the ball rolling. I'm pro union. You know, yes. I was in the union when I was a federal employee back in the day and the union, well, let me be clear. I am pro union. But your union needs to do work for you. Like, don't just be a part of the union just for the sake of it, because some unions are just there and they don't do any fucking footwork. And it annoys me. So then Um, those people, you got to be active in your union. So vote those people out. Yeah, because I was a union rep and I had to really step in a lot. Mm -hmm. And it really annoyed me because when I would go back and report to my union leadership, like, yo, we need to do something about this. They were very passive. Oh, well, we don't want to rock the boat because, you know, we want to work hand in hand with these people. No, it. motherfucker. Yeah. You're supposed to you're supposed rock to the rock boat. the boat. Burn the boat. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But that's the problem with a lot of these. That's why a lot of these unions fall short of membership, because you're paying dues for people not to do a fucking thing. And it annoys me. It drives me up a wall. Guys, you want to know who my role model is? The fucking working Joe that goes to work every single day to support his his family, his kids, wife, all that, trying to unionize a corporation that is more or less like their their imprint is all over the place. Don, you know, we have one getting built right in the state fairgrounds. It looks yes. like a goddamn prison. And yep. as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> those people are my role models. People that go in, like, I, I could give a shit about, I guess maybe uh, Homer Simpson. I do appreciate it. I do that. Oh, fucking yeah, he's a, a role model. Power plant that works at a nuclear power plant or affords two cars, a house, is able to take. It is his, a two his, house. It is a two car family. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what? How many bedrooms? It's four bedrooms. Al Bundy. Yeah. Al Bundy on a shoe salesman. That actually was a meme. Did he have a second <laughs> job? Either? I'm trying no, to... no, 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 no. It was no. just a, it's shoe, just a salesman. shoe salesman. In the mall. And it, 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 
work? How does he do that? Yeah. I think it was a strip mall I, too. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that character turned out because he was like blue collar, while later on Ed O'Neill, who went to Modern Family, became white collar at that yeah. point. So it's just so crazy how he went from one extreme to the other. <laughs> so weird, but. You yeah. mentioned the guy, and I remember that report during the pandemic of Amazon workers filing out of Amazon because of, I think, unsafe practices going on during the pandemic, yeah. or it was something like that. And then it just went, the story just went away. I was like, oh, okay. Heard about them trying to do a union, and it seemed like the yep. Amazon kind of squashed it. And then all of a sudden, I saw a judgment last night at NPR report who did an excellent job of explaining what happened and also mentioned that NPR is funded by Amazon, by the way. They were is like, it really? Bullshit. Oh, wow. They mentioned it. <laughs> that, that no, is, not, that... complete, not completely. Uh, but they said okay. um, right. among the people that fund them is Amazon. Uh, but okay. in the report, they were very transparent. I give them a lot of credit. But they were saying how this guy in a memo that Amazon, a leaked memo that got leaked somebody in amazon said this guy who's trying to start a union is not smart nor articulate mm. how they fired him on the the pretense that he was not safe during the pandemic he didn't follow the rules which yeah that yeah okay anyway so that was their pretense to fire this guy and this guy started a grassroots movement at one of the bus stops near Amazon, the the place that he used to work. And during break, he would gather people around, bring in food from his house or bought food. I don't know how he did this, but they started a GoFundMe. They had barbecues and basically he was totally underestimated. And Amazon, like you said, had mandatory meetings trying to dissuade people from voting yes for the union saying how is it's bad for the business basically why would you do this amazon's already a great place to work and through all that this guy not only prevailed but is the president of this union so this guy is good for him this guy is my role model i can't think of his name right now i'm a bad bad host i didn't know we were going to bring this up but that is the most insane Chris story Moss. I've heard in three years. It's like Chris, Chris Moss. Chris, Chris Moss. Good. My hat's Chris off Moss. for him. You're he not articulate or smart. Yeah. Fuck them. I love how he said, too. It's like, I just want to thank Jeff Bezos for going to space. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos got the hell up out of there, though. He's not technically their CEO anymore. Speculating, he saw the storm coming. So. Hundred percent, and you're seeing it at Starbucks, like they're unionizing the ones in Buffalo. I hope they can do it at Tesla because, really, Tesla. What concerns me about them is Elon Musk. Elon Musk is maniacal, and he has to be brought down a peg or two, in my opinion. I love this episode. Are we bringing down people? Well, yeah, I think Elon Musk. I think my problem with Elon Musk is that he's got these strongman mentalities that are very disturbing for someone who could probably change the world for the better if he wasn't sniffing his own fucking farts. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, it's alpha male shit, because now he wants to go fight uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, he's a joke, man. At first, I admired this dude. I'm not going to lie, man. Full transparency, I admired this guy. I thought he was Same Iron here. Man when I first got to see him. Like, I was like, this dude is Tony Stark, man. Like, I really felt this guy was something special. But then when I started hearing about how his workers were treated and how he was very pro-corporation and not for the people, I was like, no, man, that something somebody's got to bring this guy. Somebody's got to take the starch out of this shirt. Like, that's (laughs) how I felt about that dude, man. Like, 
I have a problem with that. Breaking news: Lady Gaga is singing on the Grammys. Is that breaking news? I like her dress. That's not breaking news. What is it? A fucking? What is it? A meat? Like uh, not? She already wore a meat dress. What is it? Like a fucking? uh, I don't know. Butt plug dress? No, it's actually a normal dress. It's like a aqua sea foam colored dress. I think she's getting out of that motif of the. It's old. I mean, obscure for her. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be her moving away from that she looks good uh, i'm gonna say oh shit bradley cooper just got on stage he's peeing no i'm kidding scene from that great movie <laughs> he, he already had enough you remember that scene out, where he, his character went on stage and just pissed on himself why would he do that to bradley why do you do that to himself uh, hey, man, <laughs> all i know is no really like, ugh. you know i always thought he modeled himself after three real life people, one was Eddie Vedder, one was a little bit of Kurt Cobain, and Kristen Kristoffer. I think those are the three. Chris Christopher. Did I say you it wrong? That character, that character. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I could see that. You know, he got his start doing like kind of sketch comedy a little bit. Bradley doing, Cooper. Uh, Stella. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. The, what is it? It's uh, David Wayne, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black had this comedy trio, and he was in a lot of their early sketches, just hanging out with all of them. And then he was in the movie that David Wayne and Michael Showalter wrote, and David Wayne directed, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. That's how he yeah, got Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. And he was also in The Wedding Crashers. I remember that because he was such yeah. a douchebag. Oh, yeah. In that. Yeah, he was. This was even before that. This was like the early or late 90s that they were doing some of this stuff and he was already that's kind of how he got started and he was on what the actor studio yeah in the audience uh, with Sean Penn oh what that that was the guest on I think was he talking to Sean well yeah I think Sean Penn was the guest what a fucking god damn man that guy I know you don't like Sean Penn I fucking hate him (laughs) we don't like oh we're canceling him now come, come to Detroit sweetheart (laughs) <laughs> ain't, ain't he in Ukraine? Give you a tulip. Isn't he on huh? like ga- Ground Zero at, in Ukraine right now? I don't. Oh, think I'm so. sure he. he no, he, that's crazy. That if guy, he is, man. what? What do you do? What he did a lot of shitty things, which we don't have to discuss. But he's one of those like one of those people that the out of touch Hollywood types. There's other stuff too, the possible allegations and whatnot that have come out, but people uh, seem to have forgotten about assault. And whatnot, and then also, I am Sam. <laughs> you know, oh, remember yeah. that <laughs> you didn't like I am Sam. Wait, he was. Are you in, serious? He was about in that a movie? guy. Uh, yeah, he plays a mentally handicapped person. That's he went. Oh, yeah, in the yeah, Spike Lee was, movie. But you know what? That was like no, that wasn't no. That no. was Summer of Sam. That was Summer yeah, of Sam. That was I am movie. Sam is the movie with Dakota Fanning, and oh. uh, he's the guy who is it's, challenged. I know yeah, what movie you're talking mentally about. Challenged in that yeah. uh, Dakota Fanning is his daughter. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. Tell me more yeah. about this I movie. Know what you're talking about. No, I, we're not I, gonna go. We're not gonna cross that line. I didn't think. I didn't think it was awful. I mean, it was far bad. worse. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Was no, he miscast? Forrest Gump, the Happy Jack. It was in the middle. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Forrest Gump, the okay, Happy wait, Jack. Wait, so was he miscast, or he just did a bad? That's job? an episode that we have to have. Is like normal uh, people playing mentally handicapped. Yeah, people. yeah. I, I Giovanni yeah. Ribisi. Oh, yeah, that, movie, that the was other... the other sister. Yeah, now. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. That's a very great difficult... actor. It's the same thing I as Tiptoes. Oh, boy. It's like Gary Oldman <laughs> playing a dwarf. It's terrible. Yeah, that was so bad, man. And I mean, how did they, did they put his knees, but like, was his legs folded behind him or was his legs like in the hole? He was just on his, he was just on his knees, I think. That's it. And they did certain things. I was really legitimately mad that you killed your role model. So he was literally on his last legs in that movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, man. No, I, you know what? I God damn it! Stop going for the low frame hanging. I'm sorry. I'm trying to have. Fun. I'm trying to have fun in this episode. What are you doing? 
<laughs> I don't want to talk God about Ukraine. Like, I'm telling you, for the, low, the low hanging fucking fruit. I didn't want to talk <laughs> about Will Smith either, though. But God uh, damn. Yeah. I, yeah, let's just try to stay away from it because everyone. I, it, it's easy to go there and be like, I, yeah, yeah Chris Rock, Will Smith. We, we did about, enough. You want to talk about low hanging fruit? That's the lowest. Yeah. And I've had enough of that. John, shit. Yeah. we covered it. I'm glad you didn't want to talk about it. It was like good. I'm done yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm I was done it, with it man. after that night. I was like, okay. I was too, man. And then I woke up the next morning to like meme apocalypse. Oh, that like, was funny. Was... <laughs> there news all over the place. I'm just like, fuck this. Okay. Everybody's <laughs> like talking about, and I, you know, personally, okay, never mind. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, we're talking about it. We're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, no, 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 no. So anyway, role models. So Charles Barkley said, I am not a role model. I am not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I am paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. There you go, so, Charles. Charles Barkley, Sir Charles Barkley. Yes. Was a phenomenal basketball player. And I remember when that book came out and how people was giving him shit for saying that. But was he not wrong in saying that? Or should we hold up people who hold themselves accountable? Like, do you think as a basketball player saying something like that should be, you know, glorified? Like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I told you what I was. I told you what I'm not. I was going to say, I don't think anyone should be should be glorified. Role models are role models, I guess, in a sense. But when we like put these people up on a pedestal, that's it, when it becomes a problem. Yeah, it becomes dangerous, and it you know, like the whole thing with taking what I said, like regular people challenging it, you know, like going against the grain, getting through adversity on all yeah. levels and whatnot. You know, that's that's kind of what I look at, like the dude that goes to work every day that is probably hates his life and is depressed but loves his kids yeah you know loves his wife takes care of his shit and is a, a you know a uh great person or a outstanding member of society those are the people we have to hold up but it's like a, it's a group it's not one person yeah you can't but the thing is is i don't think if you're gonna do that then don't idolize anyone because when you're idolizing everyone then no one is being idolized so, after school I, special podcast we yeah. don't idolize role models even yeah though. there you go <laughs> i i just think that you just i idolize don't. dave Grohl. i love him sorry my dad yeah. once said to me because i was like you know i want to be like you when i grow up and my dad looked at me straight in the eye and he said you know what i don't want you to be like me i want you to be better than me like that summed it up for me. I've always remembered that. Like I, hell yeah. I would always say, "Hey man, I want to be just like you." Because my dad was everything to me, you know. And my dad was like, "Nope, don't be like me. Be better than me." And yep. I'm still trying to do that with with my son. He had two boys. It was me and my brother. Yeah. And I'm trying to do the best I can with with my son, and I still fall short of that because I don't want my son to. I want my son to be better than me, you know, as far as how I carry certain things. But I do feel that role models, you have to be mindful of what you are allowing yourself to intake. Mm -hmm. You know, entertainers, fuck them, man. Like at the end of the day, fuck them. Who, who needs them? Like you can go out and do just what they're doing. It may take a little bit longer, but you can do that. Like you don't need to be that be that person i used to idolize eddie murphy man i loved eddie murphy like eddie murphy was my guy you know but i've never met eddie murphy i don't know how he is behind closed doors you yeah. know outside of outside of what i know et and et talks about you know like yeah. tmz like i don't know anything outside of them but but i was gonna say like uh with you and your son i do the same thing with my kids mm -hmm. i i tell them and i make sure they know i'm like i am not perfect I make mistakes all the time. And, you know, if, if you're going to look to me as like a role model or something like that, it's the same thing. I, you know, I, I tell them like, you're going to be, you're going to be better than me yeah. because, you know, the person that should have been my role model and I still, 
I, I might talk trash about I still love my dad, but he wasn't the best person to look up to. So it's like, I'm going to do better. They're going to do better. And then more and more generations of my clan aren't going to be fucked up as much. Yeah. yeah. It takes a long time to to do that. Like build up an empire of people in your family that are learning from past experiences, you know, uh, to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't depend on people we see on TV, man. Wrap it back around. Never meet your heroes, man, because yep. they will let you down. You know, like kill them. Yeah, they just you just don't meet them. Not man. not literally kill them, but like I guess the, in, the, your, the, mind, uh, in yeah, your mind, the in, mental, your mind. Into, yeah, in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. What about Xena Warrior Princess? She was a world Fuck model for me. Yes. Uh, yeah, Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Yes, she's uh, badass in real life too, though. Yeah, like compared to Kevin Sorbo, who's a fucking bum. That, yeah, so. and that bums me out because he, I love that guy in her, as Hercules. Uh, Hercules, I did too, but he's such a jackass. Him and Dean Kane, yeah, Superman. Dean Kane's like, a jackass. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a big old jackass. Yeah, Batman was a role model for me when I was a kid. Which Batman though? Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. In the cause... cartoon, in the comics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, You know what? Val Kimmer, I loved him, man. He did the best he could with what he was given. So I'll just do it. And I, I'm, I'm awful what he's going through, you know. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Is there awful. a movie between both of you guys where it's like, this character in this film it's who I aspire to be. This is the shit. Oh, fuck, man. Like, man, this is my manhood. If I can just be half of this character, I'll be okay. You know what? I would say Mr. Tibbs in Heat of the Night. Oh, really? We talked about Yeah, we did. Him. Yeah. I think Sidney Poitier represented a part of... Now, I will say this. Sidney Poitier represented a part of Hollywood that a lot of people don't didn't get to see, like classic black Hollywood, like just very stood upright, carried himself a certain kind of way, didn't go with the crowd. You know, even though him and Cosby were close, I don't know how close, but I do feel that Sidney is someone that I would aspire to be like. But that character in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Tibbs was somebody didn't take dude was in Mississippi, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> bitch slapped a white guy, like you know, it's Mr. Tibbs. He bitch slapped it, you know, like that was <laughs> that was a very powerful moment, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't I mean, not saying that I would slap somebody, but just having that air of confidence of who you are and knowing whose you are and just being able to say, Hey, you're not gonna talk to me like that. You, you're just not going to do that. I've earned what I've earned, and I don't care what you think I am, but you ain't going to talk to me like that. I would so. say, and that's a good one, John. I would say Will Ferrell in The Wedding Crashers. Hey, Ma, can we get some meatloaf? I've always had an affinity for that character. Did you really? No. I was going to say probably <laughs> Denzel and... <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here thinking. Hey, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to joke Jack. tonight. Uh, Will, yeah. not Will Ferrell, Denzel and Glory. I like yeah. his character arc in that. Denzel and Malcolm X. Yeah. Huge character arc. Either one of those characters. I guess it's a Denzel theme for me tonight, but definitely because I, I saw the ugly side of humanity and then you see the redemption side. Oh, hell, Rocky. That's a good one. Rocky, yeah, yeah. John Travolta, Boogie Fever. Who, but who couldn't get behind Rocky? I don't think anybody was just. It wasn't a race war when he fought Apollo. You know what I mean? Like people were, all mm. people were rooting for Rocky because he was the underdog. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, Carl Weathers in Predator. Carl Weathers, yeah, but no, Carl Weathers is Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, or <laughs> Carl Weathers in Action Jackson. Action Jackson, which one was that? You didn't. Oh. Come on, Aaron, show your black side. You know Action Jackson, a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding Jackson. Which, I don't know the character's name though. Oh, was Action, Action Jackson. Jackson was just Action Jackson. Jackson. It was just him. It was Carl Weathers, 
more or less his own movie being like an action hero. I don't remember oh, the plot, okay, mind okay. you. Okay, all right. I got to check that Mr. out. Mr. T in the A-Team. Oh, <laughs> B.A. Baracus. Let me hear you say I pity the fool. I can relate to him because he's scared of planes, too. I will want to. I always thought if I can get drugged like him before I got on a plane, I'll be okay. Yeah. And yeah, have muscles. Yeah. He was still the toughest guy on that show, but he still needed to be drugged to be on the yeah. airplane. So I felt. And he didn't like anchovies on pizza. I told you no anchovies. Yeah, My fuck God. the anchovies. <laughs> Why do they always got to do that to the guy? Yeah, yeah. Or Tom yeah. Selleck in Magnum P.I., right? Aaron? Tom Selleck. I like Tom Selleck. Always showed Detroit love in Magnum P.I. Yeah. He said he only took, the, only took the role if they allowed him to wear his Detroit Tigers baseball cap Fuck in yeah. every episode. So Where's he the from? Is he from Detroit? Yeah, he's from Michigan. I think he's from Redford, I think. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. Can I we look think, that up? I don't know. Never yeah, mind. Let me look. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. Aaron? glad you asked <laughs> i have two uh one is remo williams from the movie remo williams let the adventure begin which technically ended after the first movie based on the destroyer novel series that sold over 30 million copies america's favorite tough guy comes to the screen in a movie big enough to hold him Remo Williams. The adventure begins. Where he does parkour on the Statue of Liberty, and it's just an action-packed adventure by Fred... Um, Safford? Or no. Savage? No. <laughs> Fred Ward. Fred Ward. And then my true role model is Danny DeVito in Twins. Oh, oh yeah! I thought you were gonna say Batman Returns. <laughs> the City Twins. 100%. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Batman Returns for a second. Oh, he's from Detroit, buddy. Oh no, I no, was no, wrong. No. Not ref. Twins. Detroit. That is like I've all I've been thinking about lately is that movie. Why? That's it. I don't know. I can't tell you. It's just. I, and also, supposedly there was a sequel that was gonna happen, and Eddie Murphy was gonna be in it. Oh, triplets. Yeah, was that it? <laughs> it, did, it didn't happen. <laughs> that would have been great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow, oh, yeah, the gene that would, you know what? Only the 80s could produce something like that, <laughs> which is why we need to go back to our roots. We need to get more into the 80s because there's so much fucked up shit that happened around that time. Eddie Murphy and Golden Child. Golden <laughs> Child. Yeah, yeah. Sweet um, Brother Noomsy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, we did, yes. Yes, Bill dude. Murray in Ghostbusters was a role model. He seemed Bill well. Murray or no, <laughs> Eddie or Eddie 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 Hudson Eddie yeah Ernie Ernie Hudson. Ernie. Ernie Hudson damn it yeah that's a buzzer Ernie Hudson which I liked him in Congo that's the only that's highlight for one. me honestly Congo. Lawrence Fishburne oh Fishburne Fishburne yeah Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne in Boys in the Hood. Yes, Absolutely that was a good a role. Great that was role. a good role. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Is it Witherspoon? I can't remember his first name. John Friday. Witherspoon? John yeah. Witherspoon. Pops. Yeah. That's John. actually Pops That's Witherspoon. a really good one. Bang, 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 bang. But you win some, you lose some. Yes. yes. That that but was you like. Live. But you live. You live to another day. That yes. was a good. Yeah. There's there and they're trying to reboot Friday. Yeah. And they're trying to reboot White Man Can't Jump. They're putting Jack Harlow and Marhasala Ali in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Which he, used he to play basketball. Was, which he put, played basketball for real. So yeah. Jack Harlow never played basketball. Jack, but he's Jack supposed Harlow, to take... The, he's a rapper right oh, now. I'm so trying I'm to take the Woody Harrelson role. They're trying to... I don't want them to reboot that. White Man Can't Jump. Is a good fucking movie. It's a great movie. Do not movie. reboot that. We got the Jeopardy angle in it. Rosie Perez. Yeah. Woody Harrelson, I think, was still doing Cheers at the time? Or did they just end it? I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. I think he was still doing Cheers at the And he could ball, though. Woody Harrelson could ball. You know what I mean? Like, well, he wasn't pretending. I think maybe we need to do an episode because, like, just thinking about it. All the all the things that came out in the eighties and the nineties, the seventies, eighties, and nineties, you didn't really see too many reboots. No, you didn't. You and didn't. 
Now, no, you didn't. Yeah, after two thousands, right. you're seeing reboot after reboot because they're trying to cater to a particular audience. They're like, oh, let's see if we can get that nostalgia. Yeah, kit us through us. Yeah, they're trying to get back to us. Like you so guys what- remember the thing? They tried to do the thing again, and the thing prequel was awful. Yeah, compared to the original, it was the same thing. Yeah, it was exactly. Less. It was like shot. For Except shot it wasn't thing. as cool because it wasn't the puppetry and everything. Yeah, it was CGI that was and it yeah. was bad. Um, but yeah, well, I guess that's probably where we can end it. Kill your heroes. Kill your role models. <laughs> Don't have them. And what a happy episode! Less. Oh, this is whatever. <laughs> yeah, we not. You know, they're not always going to be happy. This one is. Yeah, a little more fucked up because I. <laughs> Whenever we talk about Hollywood, I just go to the, you know, the fucking. Okay, so this is real quick. And then we'll, we'll end, uh, you know, talking about role models. People look at Ted Cruz as a role model. Tim Taylor. Sadistic, time. A sick, sadistic fucking people. Tim Taylor, they you are. <laughs> motherfucker, you. <laughs> John Goodman, Roseanne. He was one of them. Yes, my John Goodman. Another blue collar dad. Love that guy. Yes. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. From Rock. Rock was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rock Aaron will never let you leave. <laughs> well, right. have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, guys, it's Aaron. You think you could do me a big fave? Wherever you're listening to this right now, rate and subscribe. Find new episodes where you listen to podcasts and look for us on all the social media sites and Gmail at After School Special Podcasts at Gmail, After School Special Podcasts at Instagram and Facebook, and After School SPE3 on Twitter. Breaking news, Lady Gaga singing on the Grammys. Is that breaking news? I like her dress. That's not breaking news. What is it? A fucking... What is it? A meat? Like, uh, not, she already wore a meat dress. What is it? Like a fucking, uh, I don't know, butt plug dress?